This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I want you to imagine everything I tell you as if you're there yourself. Welcome to Dragoncast. Do you remember any of the events that led up to your disappearance? Whilst we're waiting for House of the Dragon Season 2, Jamie East and Chris Mandel dive into some acclaimed series just ripe for a bit of analysis. Don't come unless you leave your front door open. You have to invite me in. First is Brit Marling's cult classic, The OA. I remember. I remember everything. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another bonus episode of Dragoncast. Uh, this is where Chris Mandel and I uh, are re-watching The OA, the supernatural thriller, mystery, suspense, Netflix show starring Britt Marlin. Uh, we are on episode three. Apologies for the kind of like slightly sporadic, chaotic way uh, that this has been uploaded. It was intended to be a regular thing. And I don't know what... I seem to have just like a brain fart about actually putting these episodes up. So we've only actually put one episode up so far. And I actually even forgot to put the flipping YouTube version of last week's Dragoncast podcast up until Friday or something stupid like that. It's a, I'm, I'm a busy boy. It's a crazy time. Chris, how are you doing? I'm good. Well, I mean, obviously I've been very busy making sandwiches for you this whole time, so I don't mind the delay <laughs> at all. It's just nice, just nice to get upstairs every now and then and uh, yeah. see some sunshine. Yeah. Just get a bit of breath of fresh air and, um, you know, uh, yeah. more full me. I, you know, I'm the guy that orders the groceries online. Uh, I, yeah, why did I order that vegetable stock? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know. Tomato paste or whatever it was. Uh, we are Crazy. on episode three of the OA. After, uh, after episodes two, after episode two's revelation uh, of where Prairie um, is or has ended up mm-hmm. um, and the introduction of Hap, um i guess it's a bit more it's it's a very much a focus on on exploring that universe and the other kind of members of the congregation so to speak and also uh early attempts at escape what did you what did you think to it chris what how did you find i loved it, it. like i really loved it i mean i i just thought that it had a, a real focus that i thought maybe i found the first episode of the oa quite hard to sort of navigate yeah this was great because you have like just this amazing sense. I mean, you know she's not gonna actually escape, right? So seeing, well, we already know that she's there for seven years. So yeah, right. So I thought it was great. I loved. I mean, so 
I didn't, you couldn't really get a sense of this last episode, but the, the sort of structure that they're in is sort of fascinating yeah. because it's glass. So, uh, Hap has glass, to like glass square with like, are there four of them or five of them? Four of them, right? Four yeah. Them. So I was trying to like screenshot this unsuccessfully. I thought it was more round, almost not round, but like, like a hexagon or like yeah. a pentagon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then each of them have like, it's like a trivial pursuit piece. Isn't oh, like it? a pie piece. Each of them yeah, yeah, yeah. have like a pie and then they have this running water, which we sort of heard about last episode running all, runs weave through, all the way through it. Yeah, yeah. Goes around and goes out. So there's a one way like irrigation system basically. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so obviously it's great that it's got made out of glass, but then Hap has to like go in at night with a squeegee and like clean it, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious I because mean, if you're he, keeping them in like a, du- in a really? dungeon, yeah, you're not exactly. going to be like, Oh, mildew. Like, exactly. That's going to, Oh, it's playing havoc with the grout. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I love, I thought it was really great and really suspenseful. I mean, I've never seen someone make a sandwich with such dexterity. I can't. Amazing. I can't do that good a job and I can see perfectly fine. Um, proper trope though, in, in, in a lot of American films <clears throat> and programs where they seem to have this amazing array of in- sandwich ingredients always in the fridge. It's like, yeah. there's always a plate of leftover chicken or meat or, or something. Yeah. And it reminds me of like, do you remember minority report? Did you ever watch minority report? Yeah. 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 Where, um, where Tom Cruise opens the fridge to buy, find the sandwich that was left for him after he had his eyes replaced and yeah, never understood why the guy hadn't taken the old sandwich out, but that's, that's by the by. But yeah, Americans have an amazing uh, appetite for just like, just filling their fridge just absolutely to the brim. Is that true in real life? Have you ever looked in an American's fridge? Uh, well, if you look at an American fridge, they're so big that you can't actually adjust to the actual items inside. I find right. them quite disorientating. <laughs> it's like the size of a wardrobe, aren't they? Usually. Yeah. Um, true. I just found like, I'm, you know, I'm always like, but if you, if you do get like a nice loaf of bread, it will be stale in one day. And yeah. then you've got a loaf that you can't cut into yeah. without warping your knife. I um, bet you, I bet you're one of those, you, you make breadcrumbs, stick them in the freezer, don't you? I do. Although for my sins, there is half a loaf of bread, like a, like a, like a mini, like a little. What, in your freezer? Bread. No, that I just forgot to cut up in time oh. to make into breadcrumbs while it was fresh. So it's really stale. So I don't really know what to do with it. Oh, um, I might throw it at my, uh, I was telling you in a uh, episode of Dragoncast, they've got new neighbours. I could <gasps> throw it at them. Cause it Are they still like looking at you? Bruise. Are they still there smoking? Uh, no, they've gone in. They've, they've gone, gone in. in. They've gone they've in for gone a can in. of beer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, wet the whistle between cigarettes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but anyway, yeah, I always find the American fridges fascinating. Oh, we've just got some chicken legs. Oh, we've just got some cooked sausages. Yeah, like sorry. I'd have eaten them by now. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No one's got time for that. Um, I've so, got half a pizza. Bullshit. Were there any, before we get onto what we enjoyed, were there any bits <clears throat> that, you, that kind of stuck out as being a bit confusing, a bit shit, a bit, bit kind of um, bit, bit weird? No, I thought this episode was quite straightforward. The only uh, thing I find this scene, the flashback stuff I'm really into. I find this stuff the scenes where Prairie is like explaining what happened to her, like pals, I'm a bit like not following as closely. Like I find that quite hard to keep track of. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. The, um, my general feeling, if I, if I recap it for you now is Prairie goes up for some fresh air, proves herself adept at making a sandwich. Yeah. 
And also I thought Hep kind of saw, oh, you could have used the knife to just try and stab me and you didn't. Like, yeah. I can trust you. Bit of trust So there. she gets yeah. a job as like a sort of sandwich artist, like the ones at Subway. Yeah. Um, and when she starts cooking for him and she does like chores and stuff, doesn't she? Like she's hoovering at one point. Yeah, she's she become like his to- maid. He's realised that actually her blindness is brilliant because she can't see any of the th- things that he's working on. Yeah, um, weird stuff he's working so, on. So he's kind of got this this kind of perfect situation. And also he clearly fancies her. There's cl- yeah, there's clearly yeah, some kind of... Get- because I, I noticed there was a bit... And, I don't know if it, if it, if they delve into it at all later on. I can't really remember. Whereby we see Prairie flinch when Steve touches her, where they have that kind of moment of intimacy in the attic, but, and yeah. can't bear yeah. to be touched. Yet when Hap touch, touched her in the kitchen, she was she was quite okay with that. Do you know what I mean? She didn't. Yeah, something no, obviously something awful else. goes down. Yeah. Then so the only she, thing I found, sorry, you carry on. Go th- go through the recap. That's right. That's what you need to do. Let me just get through to what I remember because I I kind of watch it quite soon after we do the previous episode. Right, so I okay. sometimes find I'm a bit like, what do I remember? And I think that's sometimes a useful like way of seeing what's stuck. So she decides to get some. She crushes up some sleeping pills in this like beetroot soup that she makes, and the plan is to like drug him and then run away. Yeah. But before she can do that, he has an allergic reaction to the tomato paste that she uses. And she's almost like, oh, wait, this might kill him. Yeah. But he goes like, get me an EpiPen. And then she goes to the bathroom and there's like a dead girl in the bath. August. Yeah. He's dead in the bath. Like the previous previous habitant of her cell. Right. So I, and also obviously got some sort of maid job, right? Because she was up there. Um, no. Well, no, you'll find that out soon. Okay. Okay. But I thought, oh, I thought she'd been there since August. I didn't realise her name was August. No, she, she, they named her August. Um, we don't really know if that was her real name. They, the, the, the people downstairs named her August because she arrived in August. That was the, oh, okay, fine. Yeah. And then, yeah, so she ends up, and then sort of at the end of the episode, she pushes him down the stairs Jumps, yep. smashes the kitchen window, runs away. Yeah. Runs like really far yeah. and then is in some kind of weird out. dystopian. Like the scenery in that last scene was just like, holy shit. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, and all, I, tell you, I tell you what I loved is when they, they try and write the note. Yeah. That was amazing where, because the reason I mentioned the water is it's kind of a plot device because the water flows one way. So yeah. When she tried to push it back up to Ho- Homer, right? Homer, who yeah, yeah. had the, the ring, yeah, um, it it went wrong and it went out and they lost it. And yeah. that was that was really good. I thought that was really tense and really sort of like yeah. um, thrilling. the whole episode. The whole episode to me felt like misery. You know, the film Misery it had yeah, that yeah, had that yeah. kind of just that just really uncomfortable kind of like oh, any minute now is going to come back. And weirdly, we were just doing um dragon cast uh, for game of thrones season two episode one and the mirroring of the uh someone slipping something into some beverage and food and and doing the switcheroo and waiting for someone to drink it was also there which i found quite quite interesting yeah um i i guess it's hard to do but i was surprised that she put all the sleeping pills in all the soup and then was like 
oh shit, he keeps asking me to take the first sip. Yeah, why didn't she just put it in his bowl? That's what I wanted to know. Because it seemed like... Crush it up at the bottom and then the hot soup would have melted it. Exactly. But hey, she did did a good... She tried her best. She did. She did. And the the bit that I found a little bit shit was... And and I guess it was necessary to because it, it led on to that, like you say, that great moment with the with the with the letter and the, the one way stream was was Homer trying to explain why him sending his ring and money to um his son, his son uh is is more important than actually all of them getting out there, which obviously is not true. But I just found like slightly yeah. odd. Also and and again, can't remember if this gets gets explained or or but Prairie quite rightly says, how do you know you got a son? And he never answers that. And I was kind of like, yeah, how do you know it's a son, mate? Yeah. You know, it never gets, uh, never yeah. gets answered. Uh, he just kind of like changes the subject. That's not important right now. What's important <laughs> is that we, that we get my fucking ring from the bathroom. The ring would not still be in the bathroom cabinet where he left it. And I can't believe yeah. that he would still have all that crumpled up money which would be a really yeah. useful uh, tool for someone who escapes to have in their pocket. Those those two bits for me were a bit like, hang on, that's a bit fucking... Yeah, there was elements of it that I just felt like, oh, it's still not making sense what the setup is. Like, yeah. Because he gas he kind of gasses them, right? But they don't know yeah. why. So it's not... Th- there is... There's, a, there's quite a few big reveals yet to come. Um, there's okay. two. There's two. There's two things again. The homework still hasn't arrived yet. That I, keep, I know. I keep, I keep, prom- I keep promising you. Paper ready. I keep promising you homework. <laughs> and and I, I, th- I must. Hang on a second. I have to have a look at it and see if it comes next week. But there are two major things. One is the one is what this homework is, and and um, second is the um, is what they're there for. What you know. What is what what is Hap keeping them there for? What is the what is the purpose of that? Yeah. Which so think. my theory still is that they all had a near-death experience. Okay. And they there is something they possess, which is probably what they saw in that moment that he is trying to harness for, for whatever reason. And my right. theory is still that he lost someone and is trying to, like, get them back. That's my theory. But, okay. yeah, he's working on something which seems a bit, a bit weird. Um you know, doesn't really take care of himself in that he's, yeah, the place is a fucking mess. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, you know, at first I was like, cause there's two girls and two guys, right? Yeah. You know, I'm not sure if it's like rapey. Cause I'm like, I don't know if, I, I don't think it's, se- I don't think it's a sexual thing. Although I don't doubt that. I think they are going to sleep together. Like Prairie and him might sleep together. Yeah. I can't quite, I don't know if they're getting like abused. I think the gassing is, my theory is that the gassing is trying to tap into that fight or flight thing when you're about to die, where you're like departing. I don't know. And he's, Um, I think he's testing different doses on them. Both, both plot points get revealed next week in the next episode. Oh shit! Well, do you know what I like about this show is they don't really sit on stuff for too long. Like, yeah, well, it's, it's only, there's only on. there's only eight episodes in each in each part. Um, um, but uh, and yeah. all, I tell you what, the, not a big part of the episode, but her mum meets like a journalist, like a very ah uh, yeah, the, who, who wants to write um like a memoir a of, of the whole. Of and the whole she thing. said, "I did I did this for someone who 
was kid- kidnapped or abducted and came back and she was like my story's not ended yet it's just started and i was like "Ooh, yeah that's really cool yeah yeah that because, was kind of a little bit of chills there it's just like she's still but i do find the yeah the present day stuff is just not as captivating as what happened yeah um and I, i'm really enjoying it i think it's good. really good I'm it's really definitely glad about dense that. it's yeah. dense and it is it's hard work um i'm not ashamed to say that when i watch telly most of the time i've got my phone out or i'm scrolling and you just can't do that with yeah. this show for, for and then i mean that in a good way like you really have to watch and pay attention and i think no, that's you do. good that's true that is um, true that's really true so yeah really enjoying it just can't quite tell um but Where you know it, it feels like a show that just has we talked about this last week like it just has a real sense of interiority like it knows what it's about yeah so and i think, I think it, it, i think you can tell in brit marling's performance that she's written it created it um she's very much kind of like she's completely you don't she's not dialing anything in she she doesn't even have to try to pretend to be prairie because she is prairie because she's she's lived it she's obviously dreamt the spark of the idea and developed it and you you do get a sense same in a similar way fleabag with phoebe waller bridge yeah you never you just knew that um it was it was just her there was she could yeah she would never get she it wrong me. because she, she was Fleabag or she was Prairie or the same. Yeah. She's um, incredibly captivating. And, you know, I don't want this to sound patronizing, but like her performance as a character who can't see is incredible. Yeah. You, you, you truly do believe that she's, that she you, is blind. Don't you? And I think that is an incredibly hard thing to do because, you know, we look at, we do eye contact. We look at characters' eyes the whole time and her eyes are not moving as someone would if they can see. I wonder if, it, I wonder if, I pull- just think it's really, really, really impressive. Yeah. And, uh, the, but the, the, it, there's so much going on behind her eyes. I just think it's really, really quite mesmerizing. So yeah. whenever she's not on screen, I'm a bit like, Go back to her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, exciting though. So next week, uh, I think you'll be, if you enjoyed this one, you're going to fucking love next one. Uh, oh, I mean, I probably will watch it today. This is what happens. I get a bit like, oh, I have to watch it. Like Thrones, I do morning of. You're same actually. On yeah. Monday mornings. Same, better. same, same. I think it's a better way around. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. really enjoying it. Good. Um, Very good. What are you, is and, there anything, any a- AOB in terms of, we don't really talk about any other tv that, that either of us may be well, watching actually what are you what are you what are you up to at the moment what are you into we just started slow horses season two last night oh shit when, did that, when did that did that drop today on friday oh friday. man oh love that show it's just weird i mean they have done press for it but it's you know i haven't had any push notifications or no, any i haven't either did but, they they recorded it at the same they filmed it at the same time as season one though right yeah yeah because what apple does my understanding is they always green like two seasons so right. i think they filmed back to back and my understanding is they sort of filmed it like in the same amount of time as a season would take right. and then at the end of season one they did a trailer for season two which i think is just the most just great brilliant idea because yeah. like, oh all God, the footage all... is there and yeah. you see yeah um, um, so and we watched the first one, which fans, just is, and obviously fans of House of the Dragon will be bang into that. Oh my god, yes! And even if you think like an MI five like drama isn't for you, yeah. if you think, and then this is not a, a an insult, but if you think, oh, it's a bit ITV Sunday night drama, it is expensive looking. Like it is really, it is shot like a film, I've, and 
it's just got an, the thing about slow horses. I, I can't remember if we have talked about it before, but I was I, I was so impressed with that first season. I was. As well. It's what we've yeah. talked about a couple of times with Mare of Easttown is always an example I use, where like everyone yeah. on this show is speaking the same language in terms of like it feels like a world of people because everyone like knows that it's all a bit dour and British and miserable. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, quite yeah. rude. There's a yeah. bit in this episode. Gary Oldman is eating a bowl of noodles in like a Chinese cafe, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of at the end of the episode and he eats, like his, he knows how his character would eat a bowl of noodles, which is monstrously sloppily. Horribly. And I was watching it and I was saying to Rob, I was like, I've never seen someone act so convincingly. Like that is not Gary Oldman eating noodles. That is shit. Lamb. I think his character's called George. George Lamb? No. What's he called? No one one wants to be called George Lamb in 2020. George Lamb. What's he called? Something Lamb. Anyway. Uh, He plays, uh, oh God, Jackson Lamb. Jackson Lamb. So the first first season is six episodes, which, you know, fucking delightful. Yeah. Um, If anyone listening is looking for a new show, I would just get on it because I think it's fucking great. Loved it. You know, Um, for... For something that stars Gary Oldman, and for and for Gary Oldman not necessarily to be the greatest thing in it, says more about how great the show is. It's not that Gary Oldman's yeah. not good because he's he's Gary Oldman; he's brilliant in it. But it's not like it's not like a, a pillar a, a, a pillar role where he's carrying everything yeah, else. Yeah. He's part. He's yeah. very much part of the ensemble. And um, obviously, Olivia Cook, Alison is uh, is in it as well. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy because I think she kind of yeah. Well, actually, maybe be a spoiler to say, but yeah, she's don't give spoilers. Season those, one, yeah, not in season one that much, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and I think it's because she was doing Dragon. But Jack Loudon, who is the sort of young lad in it, James um, Bond. Yeah, have you have we talked about this? I think we might have mentioned it. I put some money on that actually. I heard they want a young Bond, yeah. and I think he is like kind of perfect. Or I also heard George Mackay. Oh, we did. We talked about it when we went for breakfast. Yeah, we did. Yes, that's right. I put some money on Jack. I, George, yeah. I don't. Th- I, I think, think George Mackay is lovely. I'm not sure he's. It's a bit I too think nice, Bond, though, they're going to want someone who's led, been the lead in a movie. I don't think they're going to want a TV actor. So I think Mackay, having done an Oscar-nominated film, worked with Sam Mendes. What I about think Jack Connell? Quite, I. Uh, I don't know, and I, I maybe shouldn't go into it on the podcast. Okay. I just think he's, he just looks a bit haggard for it, to be honest. Sorry. <laughs> uh, tell you that. I'll tell you what. The while we're talking, Jack Loudon. Yeah. Tell you what I would do if he doesn't get Bond. Yeah. Get him in House of the Dragon. Get him as this Greek Stark that we've been hearing about. He would Young, be good. sexy Northern Lord. Get him in. He would be Jack good. Loudon should be in House of the Dragon. He'd be very good. That's there my, we go. That's my pitch. No, fucking love that show. What are you watching at the moment? Um, what am I watching at the moment? That's a really good question. Um, I'm struggling to get through much, actually. Mm. Uh, my sons are all mad keen on the football, so it's very much World Cup house at yeah. the moment. Even um, we've been watching it, mate. That's how, I think, that's how it is. Even though we're not supposed to be, I guess. But um, I think... I've, I've still got to get through White Lotus. I've, I've, I've kind of like, I've got so many half finished seasons. I've not, White Lotus. I've still got to get through only murders in the building. I've got, um, yeah, we haven't started season two. Of there's that, yeah. something else, but like slow horses again, it's just like, oh, shit, can I, I say like White Lotus, like yeah. not doing anything for me. Is it not? No, 
I gave it season one as well, so I thought I'd start season two like fresh slate because it's sort uh, of okay, okay, interesting. I just don't. I think it's really easy watch, which is a great thing. Yeah, nothing wrong with an easy watch, but, but it's, it's not nowhere. Dragging, it's not dragging you for in. me. It's just it thinks it's a lot cleverer than it is. I don't mm. think it's that interesting. I, I think also like I think the sort of like self-loathing rich assholes. Like I think Succession just does it so Get much better than anyone else, and I yeah. think a lot of shows now are like, ooh, we'll do a thing where the rich people are monsters. And I'm like, yeah. you're just not really getting it the way that um, Succession yeah. gets it. And That's I think, yeah. I thought, I've heard the same with the new Knives Out, that there's quite a lot of like pompous, like rich people in it. Cause it's a bit more like, it's a bit more California and like techie this time. Oh, is it? And oh, I've okay. just heard that it's just a little thin. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah, I get it. Like, oh, an Elon Musk type character or like right, okay. a venture okay. capital bro. And it's like, yeah, so I, I haven't got really into that, but um, oh, okay. yeah, yeah no, all about slow horses right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Okay. Well, well it's been a pleasure. Through. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, this will probably come up in about three or four weeks time i'll get this up it would will be a week ahead in terms of oa i think but that yeah be absolutely fine uh but until next week go and watch episode four because you can absolutely fucking love it. it it all kicks off in a very oae kind of way If you'd like to get involved in the podcast, just head over to Twitter at DragonCast underscore pod or email DragonCast at DaftDoris.com and leave us your Easter eggs, predictions and thoughts on the show. You can also watch this episode over on our YouTube channel. Just search for DragonCast Jamie East. Any support, whether it's a follow, a share, a mention to your friend on the bus or a tattoo on your backside is very much appreciated. DragonCast is hosted by me, Jamie East, along with Chris Mandel and is a Daft Doris production. Drakkar.